Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hired.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. And today I have a question about what was it about? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, look at those waves over there. Uh, how to avoid distractions. That was pretty damn cheesy, but, you know, there we go. So, this is from uh, Sriarsh Amur, I think. I think that's, I don't know, maybe I'm pronouncing it right. Maybe I'm not. He says, Hi, John. I'm a student, and I take a lot of courses and also have to study. My day is very busy, so as soon as I get up, I plan my day. That's good. But almost every day something goes wrong and my plan doesn't work out. That happens to everyone. So my question to you is, as you have experienced and as you are also very busy, how to not get distracted and do a lot of things in a short span of time? Well, isn't this the the, the magic pill that will solve everything in life? So... (laughs) You've got you got a, you got a few things right here, which is, I mean, planning your day out when you wake up that's good. It's even better if you can plan it the night before, and make sure when you do it you look at your calendar. Okay, this is one one thing. I'll, a, a quick tip is a lot of people plan out their day and they don't look at their calendar, and which which is kind of silly because if you got appointments, if you got meetings, or you got stuff like that, you need to know that. And it seems pretty obvious, but. You, you can't you can't assume you're going to have eight hours to work in an eight hour work day. You got to you got to be be realistic about that. The second thing I would say, you know, avoiding distractions is you got to you got to assume that there's going to be distractions. There's going to be things. Now, it doesn't mean that you accept defeat. It doesn't mean that you say, oh well, I guess I guess I'm just going to get distracted. No, you're gonna you're gonna hold you're gonna hold the line. Okay, but you got to be practical and pragmatic at the same time. So what that means is, and I, and I borrowed this, I, I, I've mentioned this book already, 
today, I think, but it's called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think this is where, where this idea first came from, from Stephen Covey, and he, and he talks about this idea of big rocks, okay? I think he gives this example of like, of filling a, a, t a tube or a, a glass container with, with sand and then with you know, smaller pebbles and then bigger pebbles and the big pebbles don't fit. But then he does the opposite way where he puts the big rocks first and then the smaller pebbles and then the sand and it all kind of fits in there. And that's how you got to plan your day. That's how you got to plan your life. What, what, what is the big rock? What is the big thing that matters most, okay? And there's actually a good book that, that sort of talks about this. There's, there, there's two books, actually. I get the, the two books confused, so I'll just talk about both of them. One of them is called Essentialism, which you can, you can check out here. And the other one is called The One Thing, you can check out here. And I think it's The One Thing. The, the author talks about this idea about, of essentially what is the, the one thing that you could do today that would make everything else either irrelevant or easier or more effective, okay? And that's what you gotta figure out every day, you need to have a big rock. What is the one thing that you need to accomplish that's gonna move the ball forward? Yes, you've got this to-do list. Yes, you've got all these stuff on there and you, and you need to get that, and, and getting that stuff done is quote important, but again, seven habits will also help you with this about the, the four quadrants of, of determining what is urgent and important versus what's important and not urgent and what is not important but is urgent and what is not important and not urgent, okay? And a lot of time we spend in stuff that's urgent but not important, okay? Or even just not urgent and not important. That's just the, the stupid stuff. So, but if you're thinking about these rocks and you're thinking about what can you, what's really important, what's really going to make the difference in your life, what's really going to make the difference in your career, you know, for, for example, I'll give you an example. For me, okay, I'm working on writing my new book. If you want to sign up to get a free copies of the chapters when they're released on my blog, click here. It's called The Complete Software Developer's Career Guide. But to me, that's what's going to move the ball forward more than anything else. Right? There, well, there's two things. That, that's the number one. And then number two is doing YouTube videos every day because I'm trying to really grow the YouTube channel. So I have two kind of big rocks. I got one really big rock, which is every day I sit down and the first thing that I do is I write about a thousand words. I write about for an hour in my book. Okay, that's my big rock. I get that done every day and I do that first. So it doesn't matter if other shit happens during the day because it's gonna happen, it's gonna distract me, it's gonna cause problems, but I've already gotten the big rock done, so the ball is moving forward no matter what. I'm making progress in my life on the, on the big important thing. The other thing that I do is the, the two YouTube videos a day, and so that's always, you know, so I'm making progress every day. I'm getting the book done, I'm getting the two YouTube videos done, and so I'm definitely making progress, right? So figure out when you, when you plan, figure out what is the big rock and put that first and make that the very first thing that you do. There was, I did this interview with, with uh, Pinal Dawe, who owns a blog called sequelauthority.com. It's a huge, huge blog. And he said that every day, and he's written a blog post every day for like the last, I want to say, is it 10 years? It's either eight or 10 years or something like that. It's very, very long. He, when I did this interview with him, which you can check out the interview, it's in my course on how to market yourself as a software developer. I also have an interview with Bob Martin and Jeff Atwood, a bunch of, bunch of really cool guys. But in this interview, he said that what he does every morning is 
before he brushes his teeth in the morning, he writes his blog post. And he's not allowed to brush his teeth, <laughs> not allowed to get rid of his, his stink breath until he writes his blog post. And that's worked for him for like, what, eight or ten years of writing a blog post every single day, right? And he says he doesn't go to bed at night if for some reason he missed it. And so do that. When you wake up in the morning, be like, okay, whatever my big rock is, nothing is stopping me. I'm working on that first. And then the other stuff is, you'll usually find that, you know, the 80-20 rule, that there's one thing, that big rock, that's going to give you 80% of the effectiveness or the value out of your life that's going to move the ball forward, and the rest of it, you know, that, that 20% is going to give you that 80% effectiveness. And the rest of it's not so important. It's not that critical. It's not that critical if I miss answering emails for a day doesn't really matter that much. But if I miss writing my book, even though it's not necessarily urgent, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to prevent me in a year. It'll have hurt me. I won't have made the progress that I need. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would say also is make sure that when you're planning your day, when you're planning out your schedule, that you put buffer time in there. I, I listened to this talk at this, this conference I was speaking at. I think it was a code writer's workshop. And this woman, I can't remember her name, but she was like, she talked about being on time and being punctual. And, I, and, I, and she said, you can always be on time. And she said that she uses buffers. She says there's no excuse for it. She says that, you know, you don't want to show up too early, but what you do is wherever you're going, you show up 30 minutes early and you have something you can do, like uh, your Kindle with you or emails you can answer on your phone or something that you can do during that time so you're there already. So traffic, it doesn't matter what traffic did, you're gonna be there, you're 30 minutes early and you spend 20 minutes doing something. So you're not just wasting the time, but you've planned, you've got activities for these, these buffer zones for when you have them, like reading or, or something like that and being prepared for them. And that was a brilliant suggestion. But you can do that with your, your life, is you can plan out stuff. So, you know, you got eight hours in a day. Don't book eight hours. Are you crazy? How many times have you done that and it doesn't work, right? You're never gonna get all that stuff done. Book like six hours. Start with five and put buffers in there so that you, you've, you've got that slack time in there, right? And that's, that, that's gonna help you as much as possible. So, and then, you know, I think we, we could talk about this all day long, but I'll wrap it up here. As far as avoiding the distractions, that's just a habit that you build. Uh, if you want to actually did a video on how I plan my week, you can check it out here. And, and I use the Pomodoro technique to avoid distractions. And I basically focus for 25 minute blocks at a time, just focus on the one task, no interruptions, no distractions allowed. And that developing that habit is what helps me to avoid distractions. But it's more critical that you figure out what the big rock is and get that done than it is that you like fill your day totally with, with productive stuff and don't get distracted. I mean, you, you still want to do that, but first, you know, in order of priority, first figure out how to schedule your day so that you get the big rock done first. Then work on setting up buffers so that you've, you've actually got the time to get, that you're doing realistic planning because if you have an unrealistic goal, it, that's, there's no way to be better way to be demotivated than to have something that you know that you can't accomplish, an unrealistic goal. And then third, get the, get, use something like Pomodoro Technique, work on focus, work on, on, on eliminating distractions as much as possible in, in developing that habit, okay? And, and so some of the, the of you that are at the advanced level, you need to focus on the third one, on, on the focus. But for most people, they can get more benefit out of one and two, out of 
making the big rock and, and making the buffer time than they can out of the third one. And once you've got those, then bring the third one on. I hope that answers your question. I think this is a good question. Distractions are always a problem, even for me, right? I still have to work on this. I still have to focus. The battle is fought anew every day. It doesn't matter. You still have to bring your A game every day. You're never going to get to this point where you're like, oh, I can just, you know, focus unless you, unless, until they invent that miracle drug that just makes you super focused. I know some of you think you know what it is, but let, let's, let's not even go there. So <laughs> if you like this video, click the subscribe button below. Focus, focus, don't be distracted. Click the subscribe button below and on your five minute Pomodoro breaks, you can watch my videos. This way you're not distracted. That's, that's a good, good use of that five minute time or that downtime when you show up for the meeting 30 minutes early, you know, in your car for 20 minutes, you can watch me rattle on. Talk to you next time, take care. Hey, what's up, John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.